podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the midweek fix from the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gav. I have Chris, I have Kev, and I'm delighted to be joined by Leeds fan Joe Wayman, um, who I asked a minute ago, How are you, Joe? And he went, The season's gone fucking shit. So um, that's the only response I've got out of him so far. So we'll try to get a bit more of, out of him um, in the next hour or so. Um, Liverpool v Leeds at Anfield tomorrow night in the Premier League is what we're going to look at. We're also going to talk about our charity. We're going to talk about uh, Betmate and we're going to try to pick a team between us. And anything else that comes in the chat in the next hour or so. We'll try to get over here in an hour. Um, Joe, I'm going to have to come to you first, brother. Um, Leeds beating at the weekend. I watched it against Manchester United. Um, very poor first half. Got back into it and then fell away a little bit at the end. Um I jokingly said there a minute ago, you told me that the season is going shit, but how how are you feeling, Joe? It's the only question I can ask you. How are you feeling? Like, it is not going great, but is there any signs of life, life, life in this team, or is it just being a bit unfortunate, your injuries and stuff like that? Form, it's all come together in a bit of a perfect storm at the moment for Leeds. You're muted, Joe. There we go. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for having me back on. I feel like I've missed you. Big up to the chat as well. I can see that. Uh, a lot of love in there. So thank you for that. Um, I need it right now, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, look, I'm, I I know we'll be all right. I know we'll be all right. I know as long as, you know, if I, if you could give me 17 for now, Gav, I'd snap your hand off. That's the situation that we're in currently. Um yeah, it's just one of them. Um, it's not been very enjoyable, and it seems to be getting worse. Um, I think it will get worse before it gets better, because, of course, we've got use. Um, we've got use tomorrow, and then we've got Spurs at the weekend as well. Um, so there's some tough fixtures coming up, um, but these sort of games won't define our season. Um, much... Uh, much has changed from last season, as you know. I was yeah. bouncing around, you know, <laughs> and now it, uh, not so much. Um but look, there's a number of factors. Uh, the injuries, the whole spine of the side's been out for quite some time. Cooper, Calvin and Patrick Bamford. Um, you take a spine out from any side, um, especially one that's not as you know st- stacked as Leeds United. If you compare it with the rest of the squads in the league, it's always going to be tough. Um, but look, like even that result against Manchester United, that fight back, um, I know ultimately we lost the game and points win your prizes, but I don't see a lot of other teams down there having that same... To the same fight, and when we're on it, we will, we will beat teams. I mean, look, we, we beat West Ham not too long ago. I know we then followed it up with a loss against Newcastle. We get spanked by Everton. It's just going to be one of them. It's going to be up and down, up and down, um, and we just have to grit our teeth and uh, hope that there's three worse teams than us. And I believe come the end of the season there will be um, uh, Norwich. Watford and I'm gonna say Brentford, mate. I know you hadn't asked me, but they're the they're the three that I'm looking at currently. I just keep looking. It's one so, Kev. It's one yeah. Kev picked last night that he, he and we were talking about um, the Premier League last night. And Kev, I think it was Kev that picked them out and said yeah, he, yeah. he really he struggles to see where Brentford get many more points mm. just the way they're falling like a stone. But I was looking up your injuries, right? Because 
we're playing you tomorrow night. You asked me what yeah. I thought the Liverpool team would be. Yeah, and yeah. we'll go through it in a bit. But I was looking up your injuries and I was kind of going, okay, late February, early March, late February, early March. There's a lot of them in there that could come back at mm. the same time. Now, I'm not saying they'll all drop in and hit the yeah. ground running. But even to give the fan base a boost, even mm. to give the manager, the players that are there, because like Fairpo comes on at the weekend because mm. uh, Cock gets in. Cock, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Fairpo looked out on his feet after about 20 minutes. And I was like, yeah, fuck me, this must be really bad. This fella's coming on as a sub and looks like he's mm-hmm. leggy. You know the way? Is that what you need? You just need a couple back. N- not not yeah. to have a massive impact maybe in the first couple of weeks that they're back, but get them back early March and get them mm-hmm. in the run in mid-March and you'll be mm-hmm. okay. It just gives a boost to everyone because to me, Leeds at the weekend looked <clears> like a team that are a bit confused, out of form, low on confidence yeah. and afraid literally afraid at times to play football because they knew we could get over we could get the ball turned over here and we could be in serious trouble yeah I think um, to put it into perspective I think but, but Bamford came back from injury against Brentford scored an equaliser mm. was on the pitch for about two minutes and we that was the first time all season right we'd had a fully fit squad and then whilst he's celebrating he injures his hamstring <laughs> so yeah. that tells you where that. we're at right <laughs> um but yeah, March, March, we expect Calvin back. We expect um, Cooper. We don't, we don't know with Bamford. They've still not give us a, a end date. There's a lot of talk that the club are keeping it on the QT because they don't think he'll he'll be fit until the end of the season. They believe they're keeping it on the QT because we didn't sign a striker in January. I'm not sure I believe all that sort of cloak and dagger uh, conspiracy theorist kind of stuff. Um don't worry, we yeah, get them when um, we have a player injured. When yeah, we have exactly. a player injured, we want a set date and time when they be back. And if it goes a day beyond that, it's like the club are absolutely hoodwinking us here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I know they'll want to get back. And uh, I just think, yeah, Cal- Calvin being back's the main one for me. Um, we miss him, miss him massively. And no one else within our squad really can do what he does to a similar level. You know, you're using Cock, who's a centre-back. You're using Strauch in the second half against Manchester United, who's a centre-back. Um, so, yeah, it's it's not ideal. <clears throat> um, but we'll be all right, Gav, I think. We will, yeah, won't we? Do you yeah, think we will? I, I hope you yeah. are. Because I enjoy... Yeah, I, I, I want to see a happy job. I don't like seeing you sad. Um, <laughs> You know, when I remember when it was your birthday and you got a lovely tracksuit and you looked just so fucking happy. And I even missed you going, my God, he's so happy with that tracksuit. So I want to see you happy. If it's tracksuits or just staying in the Premier League, whatever makes you happy, I'm happy. Um, Good man. Kev, Leeds, before we get into the game itself, Joe says there, like, <clears throat> it's not good. And Joe's very honest in, in what he says about Leeds. Yeah. He's not going to come on here and spin as a yarn and we're all going to sit here going... This fucking man is mad. He he will come on and tell you very he honestly bit, how he things are. He is a bit mad, but he is mad. But but that's what we like in a good way. He's yeah, in a, in a, in a good ex- way. Exactly. But you know, he's not going to come on here and spin as a yarn. And we go, well, maybe no. he's going to tell you how it is. Yeah. But he says something there. He said, "Look, we're going through a bad patch. You know, we're going through a bad time. Players out. There's definitely a lack of confidence and and even not fitness. Maybe just." Like a goal in Leeds at the moment. But he says one thing very importantly. You just have to look for three teams that are worse than us this season. There definitely is, Kev. There's definitely three teams worse than Leeds in this league. And, and that's probably what they have to hold on to, even in the, the darkest of times through this run. I think they're dependent on Brentford carrying on sinking because I think Burnley will be okay. 
think the Weckhorst has been. I keep saying that I think yeah. he's an he's an absolute dream signing for them. Uh, good footballer can score goals, can help create goals. He'll he'll help get them safe. I don't see Brentford being willing to change, and I think that will cost them. Um, they were new at the start of the season. They've just been too easy to figure out, and they don't have enough goals. I think Joe was right in what he was saying about um, not so much Brentford, but Calvin Phillips. He's the engine in midfield, and he makes them tick. He allows a lot of players to play to be more creative and be more expansive by sitting and dictating play. And without that, it's uh, leads are too easy to play against. And it's telling in the stats for the season that Melia has made the third highest amount of saves in the league this season. And that's never a good table to be anywhere near around the top. You know, he, he, and he's a, he's a young keeper learning his trade still. He's a good keeper, but he has a mistake in him. His distribution isn't good enough and he's not being protected enough. You know, um, there's a naivety about Leeds the way they're defending this season that um, isn't being helped by the injury list. Like Joe said, in fairness, the spine is out. And when you're scoring enough goals, that can hide a lot of sins. But if you're not scoring the goals, the sins are exposed. And they can, be, they can give up too many chances. And there's too many good sides in this league that will punish it. You know, the first season, you can get away with a certain amount. But second season the analysts get to work on you and they figure out ways to get around the traps that you set and if you're not on your A game or you haven't got your A side then it can be punished I think January I said, when I was on with Joe before January I said January you need to do something and they, they didn't back him in January and I think they needed to but I think they'll be okay I just think that come next season there's going to be, need to be a few changes at the club and they need to invest properly in players and invest in a bit of quality. If Bielsa is going to stay and carry on playing the way he plays, he needs support in with the right type of players. Otherwise, it's, not, it's going to be it, a third season, third yeah, time round. It looks to me like, and I know people say this might be easy to say because they are missing some players, but even before they were missing some players, they do look like they need a bit of a reboot. There's only so much footballers can do in this sort of system. And I'm not knocking the system because he likes to play high-intensity football where he presses the life out of teams. He's open. Um, his teams are open. But he likes to he likes to basically say, we'll run more than you and we'll back ourselves after running more than you that we'll, we'll beat you. And there's only so many... There's only so many seasons you can get out of that, especially when you make that jump from championship to Premier League. You know... You can run over teams in the championship at stages, but other teams will play around you in the Premier League. You know the sort of way. On the goalkeeper, he he looked, he was a real marker for me at the weekend as to how low in confidence they are and how unsure they are of themselves and what they're trying to do because he was kicking balls out for no like I know it was bad positions, but he, he I said it last night. He kicks one out, and I turned away from the telly and I heard another groan about thirty seconds later, and I looked, and he. And he's done something else. And then I, I stayed watching the telly and he, he literally delayed, delayed, delayed and hit one forced half out towards the left wing and it dropped nowhere near the Leeds player. Just went straight out play. Nowhere near the Leeds player. And I went, early on early on the season, the last season, he would have just taken that and popped that into Calvin Phillips. Bang. Into Calvin Phillips and he'd have played a fullback or turned on and whatever. And, and you can see there's so many facets to it but when they start piling on top of each other, everything gets affected. 
you know, your your morale, um, how much energy you have, how confident you are in playing football, how confident you are in winning games. And I think right now at Leeds, Bielsa won't really change it. But for me, they just need a break and they probably need just one or two to come back and even come on for 20 minutes in a game. Mm. Them guys on the pitch knowing that Calvin Phillips coming on or Bamford's coming on or Cooper's coming on with 20 minutes to go and they're 1-0 up or they need a goal or they need... It, it's a huge thing for Leeds. Chris, um, you know, we look at Leeds, we talk about three teams worse in the league and stuff like that, but when it, when it comes down to it, they're just going to have to grit their teeth and go through this. You know, it was always coming anyway. When you come in the Premier League, it's not playing sailing all the time. It'll always come. They just have to grit their teeth, don't they? Yeah, you've got to go and bear it a little bit. I mean, I think Leeds will be okay because I think there are at least three worse teams worse than them. Ever uh, hopefully one yeah, that's the one I'm hoping. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have tagged a message here for later where somebody has asked for Joe's opinion on Frank Lampard or everything, and I'm not missing the opportunity <laughs> to ask that question. So that, that will be coming later. But go on. <laughs> uh, the, the, only thing I, the only thing that I think there is a bit of a myth around Bielsa, and the myth is that, oh, he doesn't change. Because I remember me and Joe doing a show, it was probably around Feb of last season, uh, where... <laughs> There was a criticism of Leeds, how they defended. And we'd worked out getting to the end of last season. From Jan to May, Leeds had one of the best home defensive records. Yeah. And all they did was, and I say all they did, um, they played that just that bit deeper, closed gaps. But then when they got the ball, they sprang spring like they do. And they were still scoring goals for fun. But they were a bastard to break down. And we found that when we drew them 2-2. They were, they were a bugger to break down. And it's just like, I always felt from the start of the season, it's like Bielsa saw that and went, yeah, that worked. Fuck it, we'll go back to all-out attack and the better side are picking, <laughs> you, are, picking you, are picking you off and picking you off quite easily. Now, look, losing someone like a Calvin Phillips and your goal threat in Bamford doesn't help. Uh, but I do think the manager has got off a little bit lightly because there are times I've looked at Leeds and gone, but you did tweak it slightly. You didn't turn to Burnley, but you turned to more of a, a defensive unit, which is just a, a pain to break down. I mean, you had the pace to scare the shit out of people on the break. Yeah, but I, I Chris, do you know what I think it is? I think if he was missing, um, if he had his full defence, if he had Cooper and say he had um, Calvin Phillips in the side and he didn't have Bamford, I think you might see him dropping that bit deeper and saying to himself, we've confidence in Cooper and Calvin Phillips and anyone else that's around them to close passing lanes, win the ball and then spring the likes of Rafinha or Dan James and use it that way. I think what's happening with Leeds is, and especially from watching them is, Despite the lack of confidence, they're still trying to play football, right? Which is probably to the detriment at the moment, especially in that mm. first half against United. They were literally getting, United literally just went, wait, 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 bang, press. And these were just giving it back to them and United were able to play. But because I think, I think their outlook is, listen, we don't, I don't think they trust what they can do on defence. So I think it's a case of let's try attack. And the best form of defence is attack. I know it's an old saying, but it, it feels to me a bit like that, where, you know, um, we're missing a centre-back and we're missing our best midfielder. Do you know what? Let's just push on and make it a game of fucking tennis nearly and just hope for the best. That's that's what, I, that, feel, that's what I feel it's like a little yeah. bit. Because for who's available, I'm just, I mean, for sure from what I've seen, look, looks good. I mean, the, the lad's come back from a horrendous... Uh, is, it hip in, is it a hip injury, uh, Joe? He was, out for, he was out for ages, wasn't he? Was who's that, injury. sorry? Chris? For sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was out for nearly um, two years. Two sure. years. I remember reading a doc, uh, story about him saying he's out for two years because, you know, yeah. so that's going to affect some ability. But he did like for sure and Dallas. I mean, Dallas is a very cl- clever player, very versatile. If you played them as a two, 
just that little bit deeper, it would give you enough because Dallas has got enough of the passing range on him to he's not Calvin Phillips, but enough to give you something. The problem probably got at the moment is because everybody else is injured, Dallas has to fill about seven positions, which is a help and a hindrance. Um, what's I was curious for you, Joe, what's your opinion been of Rafinha this year? Because I found him a bit disappointing when you've needed someone to really step up for you without Bamford. I think he's called eight, but it's like the Gibson game. It's not going for you. It's a big, yeah, yeah, it's a big yeah, yeah. six pointer, and you go, I've got to hook this guy at half time. He's just doing nothing for me, which is there was you wouldn't expect him to do. Yeah, there's a lot of recency bias with that. Um, I agree with you. What you just mentioned about Everton, he was garbage. Um, he was he was poor against Villa. Um, probably should have been hooked against Villa. Um, and then he didn't start against Manchester United. So there you go. I think that was Bielsa saying to him, you know, you 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 ain't in here just, you know, as you are, you know. Um, and then he came on second half and actually improved Leeds United and, and scored a goal. Um, I think. Had he not been in this side, Chris, we'd be probably in the relegation zone um, right now because right. earlier on in the season he he did. Um, is it a case show? Of, is it a case show of losing those players where teams are looking go just block out Rafinha, just literally block him out of the game? Yeah, no, the, yeah, so yeah. It actually starts to look like Rafinha's having no impact when it turns out the opposition are literally just either feeding the ball away from Rafinha so he doesn't get it, or yeah. when he does get it, they're just absolutely hounding him. Yeah. Um, there is, of course, that um, because it was a point where if we couldn't get it to Ravinho or if it, if it didn't work, then, you know, it was game over kind of thing. <laughs> and um, I think the West Ham game was the only the only one where, where you know, and, and Jack Harrison scored a hat-trick in that one, you know. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we, we have needed to share it about a little bit. Um, and, you know, we've... Missing Bamford, all all these all these different factors, um, and I know you you touched on obviously, um, you know Bielsa and us not backing him and that you know that that's on Bielsa as well. Like um, you know we were offered Harry Winks, we were offered Van der Beek, we were offered players, and Bielsa said no to them. You know that's why there's a lot of unrest in the fan base. There's some that are very unhappy with Bielsa. I'm not one of them. You know me, um, but there have been calls for him. Um, which I think is insane, if I'm honest, but it is what it is. I think it's just because of where we find ourselves in the league. People need to remember, you know, the club set out 17th, 17th. I think if we don't finish ninth last season, people would be a little bit more accepting of what's going on right now. Um, but yeah, and and as for the summer, just to jump ahead as well, like I don't know if you've seen, but we've been linked with Jesse Marsh. Um, we've been linked, um, obviously, Jesse coach, Marsh, uh, former Leipzig manager, Jesse Marsh. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, he, um, did he go to someone else then? He was at um, Dortmund. He was at Salzburg and he went to Leipzig and he didn't quite work yeah. out from that. Oh, Leipzig, yeah, it didn't work it, out yeah. at Leipzig. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, yeah, you're yeah, right. So we, he managed against us in, for Salzburg and then he went to... Yeah. Yeah. He's, ha- he's, he's highly thought of it. He's, he's a spoofer, Leipzig. Joe. The Leipzig, but, the Leipzig, but the Leipzig job just didn't work out for him. Yeah, because he's yeah, a spoofer, Joe. So, there's him and then we've been linked to buying Brendan Aronson, who's at Salzburg currently, American. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the 49ers um, are muted to be taking over in the summer. So I think maybe Radrazani will, will leave. There's talk that Bielsa might leave. So I think there is going to be an overhaul in the summer anyway. Um, and it, maybe it needs to happen. I don't want it to, um, but I can see why it, it it may need to happen because Bielsa is very set in his ways. There's a lot of people say, oh, if Bielsa stays, but he does need to change his ways. He does need a bigger squad. He ain't going to. 
You know, he's like a small squad, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's nearly 70, you know. He ain't about, this is probably his last job. He ain't going to go, do you know what? I'm going to listen to all fans and suddenly change in my last ever job. It's not going to happen, is it? So, yeah. Um, yeah. Look, it's you could argue over Bielsa all day. You know, if I got Key yeah. Plunk on here, he'll just tell you if you're cam- giving out about um, Bielsa. Well, you don't know, boss. To, to fuck off, basically. Tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's good to wind him up, though. But the team, but you're right in what you're saying. Yeah, it is good to one key though. But you're right in what you're saying. Like, you know, finish bottom five, bottom five in two seasons. Yeah. You go, yeah, they've they've got in the Premier League, they've survived okay, and they've consolidated that this season. And then you look for like you're pointing towards a little bit of an overhaul, maybe in the ownership or the way they're going yeah. to back them and and stuff like that. But that makes perfect sense. You're right what you're saying. They finished ninth last season. It raises expectancy. It course, always yeah. does, you know. And sometimes you just have to go. Listen, ninth was just a phenomenal season last season. It's probably seven, seven, six, seven places higher than we we targeted, and then we kind of mm. have to take it and go. Listen, if you we're gonna we we finished six places higher last season, we probably would have said tenth this season when we finished thirteenth or fourteen. You just have to take that and move on. Um, the game tomorrow though. Um, let's talk a bit about Liverpool before we move on. Um, Bielsa is a god, says Key Plunker. You see, Minnie mentioned Bielsa. The bass singer goes up in the sky, and Key Plunker <laughs> comes out of his pit and goes, "Whoa, who's having a word about Bielsa?" And he will not have a word said against the man. Apparently, apparently, Joe, uh, Brendan Rodgers available in the summer. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah. do you know what? I'd take Brendan Rodgers. I can't. No, lie, you man. wouldn't, Joe. Joe, listen, we'll fall out. We'll fall out. We'll fall out in a massive mad. fucking wave. You ever out of them words again? Um, <laughs> But look, the game tomorrow, it's a huge game for Liverpool. It's a huge game for Leeds as well. But in this in this in the the way that the title race, and it is a title race, is looking, you know, we go back how many amount of weeks, City were twelve clear and you know, um we had a game in hand and then City draw against Southampton, they've been beaten by Spurs. Liverpool have just continued winning. And if we win this tomorrow night, which is our game in hand from Boxing Day, and people asking us are not on live, no. The reason being is it was due to be on BT on Boxing Day. Um but because it has to be played tomorrow, you cannot play live domestic top flight games on TV when the Champions League is on, it's part of the contract. So you're going to have to find it on American TV or whatever way you want to do that. You know how you're going to do it. So it's a huge game for Liverpool. It would have our game in hand and could get us within three points of Man City. Now, Man City will play at the weekend while we're in the League Cup and get that game back. So we would still be floating around with a game in hand, which will be March the 16th when we play Arsenal. But Kev, I'll come to you first. You know, I'm a big thing on not being complacent. And we're talking here about Leeds issues and the players that are missing. They've literally ran for a hundred minutes against Man United in what was literally a, a paddy field wow. by the end, you know, yeah. and the, the legs must be so tired. I joke that Leeds legs wouldn't wake up till Wednesday morning. Um, but we can't be complacent here, can't we not? Because it's a game we have to win. We have to show intensity. We have to put a strong side out and we have to go and like, I know Joe is here, but we have to just put these to bed in 45 minutes and if you want to take a foot off the pedal and look forward to Sunday and a League Cup final so be it but go and do your job first Kev I don't give a flying fuck about Sunday I don't care okay. the League Cup is a nice is a nice bonus it's a nice trophy if you can get to a final with it great happy days I care about three points in the league the can't league be killing is our can't be killing our show on Friday mate yeah. I, I'm telling it as, as it is That's mate. show, show you host Kev <laughs> I've been pretty consistent all the way through the season. The League Cup is nice and it's good for the I squad. I get the feeling someone's looking for Friday but, off. 
Could be one man show at this rate. Yeah. The Premier League is all important. Yeah. Three points tomorrow night is all important. Everything else pays into significance. We go as strong as possible. You win the game, and you look forward to Sunday and enjoy it. Enjoy it for what it is. It's a good day out for the fans. If you go and pick up silverware, brilliant. It doesn't make a blind bit of difference when it comes to the league. It's a game that against Arsenal we're going to have to make up, but tomorrow night is everything. We have to go and win it. Leeds are well capable of hitting you on the break if you're complacent. Mm-hmm. If we're naive in any way, shape or form, Dan James, Rafinha can hurt you. If you play stupid and you miss your high line or you're you're not on it, a ball over the top, they've got the pace to hurt you. We can't but at the same time, we have to take our chances. If, yeah. And we will get chances. Guaranteed okay. 100%. We will make chances and we have to we have to take them. Win the battle in midfield and we win the game tomorrow night. But tomorrow night is everything. Make no mistake about it. It is like it's 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 the biggest game of the season so far for me. You know, because it it is it's you know, we we've we've clawed a, a gap back, but this is where as much as we put a little bit of pressure on City at the weekend and Spurs went and beat them. The ball's back in air court. The pressure is as much as pressure as City had at the weekend, we have it, if not more tomorrow night where look if you're serious about this and you're reading these in you need to go and win this game you need to, I think Liverpool need to win them all to win the title I'm being honest but th- this is when you have to have to win Chris I'm talking about intensity I'm talking about doing your job and stuff like that just moving on to what, what team he might put out and I'll get jo- Joe's thoughts on in a minute do you think he goes as strong as he possibly can I think he goes as close to it as possible I think from the the game of the weekend, I think you'll see probably the back four that's going to play in the final, two of the midfield that are playing the final, and probably two of the forwards that are playing the final. And pro- so there's probably three people that are going to play that aren't that aren't going to be in the final. One being Allison, and then one midfield and one attacker. Mm. It's like staying with you, Chris. Like it, I, 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 I love the way we have options. Like Joe's talking about Leeds missing players, we have literally have no one missing. You know, Firmino. Um, Firmino is out and Jota is out, but Jota could be back for the weekend. But other than mm. that, we have, of the 24-man squad we have, we've 22 men available here tomorrow. I, I love the options and I love how we can change things around, but I don't think this is an, a time for changing things around and experimenting or, or he'll be okay there. I think they just have to go out and go bang. As many as you think is your first 11, I'd put them all on the pitch, cap, uh, Chris, I'm being honest with you. I really would. Yeah, I can see, I can see the argument too. I did, did he want... There's someone like a Henderson who I'm thinking that they are managing his minutes a little bit. So, because I'm I'm thinking now because of how he's pulled the last two games, Henderson will start the final. But I think to get him to do three nineties back to back, I think you're asking too much of him because I don't think he can do three nineties mm-hmm. at the moment with the form he's in. So I think I wouldn't have him in the starting eleven anyway tomorrow. So why well, I'm going to start eleven? Because I think he'll start the final, the final, which is going to upset people because I don't think. I've got a feeling Elliot's not going to make the final. I've got a feeling he'll be on the bench. I've got a feeling he won't start the final. So, okay. But yeah. I do think a Thiago and a Fabinho is good. Fabinho needs to play to get a bit of rhythm in his games. If he's out for more than five, six games, he does take a little while to get tuned up. And I think an hour for Thiago doing the world of good to get him ready for the um, for the final. So, okay. But back four-wise, I'd go, with you, I'd go with the back four you think is going to play in the final. 
Yeah, so would I. Um, Mem Cray with some breaking news. He says, no way Klopp allows complacency tomorrow. Um, he's also heard that Shawnee of uh, this parish is giving the team talk. We're definitely winning. Um, if Shawnee's allowed in to give the team talk, forget it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they'll they've, be had, they've, had the war- they've had the warning, which was uh, Leicester away just yeah. Christmas. Where Absolutely. It was similar position. Leicester got lots of injuries. Leicester in bad form. And we turned out and we were absolute dog shit. And got, and got what we deserved, which was fuck all. Because yeah. we were just poor. Um, so... They've had the warning as, of what happens if you're complacent. Uh, yeah, ab- absolutely. And the Leicester one still bugs the shit out of me. Most, like, mm. most, mostly because, well, we lost. It was a big team, but mostly because it was Brendan Rodgers really done your head in. Um, Joe, yeah. look, looking into this game and, and, you know, listen, most of the time you fancy going to Liverpool. It's a, it's a nice trip to Liverpool. It's a nice ground. It's a good atmosphere. Um, it's one of the big games of Leeds season is away in Liverpool. Are you worried for tomorrow night? I am, um, yeah, uh, I can't lie. Um, you've only just got to look at the reverse fixture when we were actually um, a little bit fighting fitter than what we are now. And you won 3 0, and had Mane been able to finish his dinner, it could have been 6 or 7, like the City one, if we're being totally honest. Um, so there's a little bit of that that worries me. Um, I would argue, I sort of agree with Kev. I think a lot of Liverpool fans probably would. would value winning this game like if you were to ask yourself come the end of the season I guess I'm asking you a question here but I'll put this in my preview if you were to lose this game and win the Carabao Cup or dodge the Carabao Cup lose uh, and win this one and, and win the league like come the end of the season I think Liverpool fans would be saying okay we won the Carabao Cup but if we'd have only just beat that lead side we'd have, we'd have won the league and I think for me like because where Liverpool are as a club the Carabao Cup's Mickey Mouse for you I'd snap, I'd snap the hands off at a Carabao Cup, but for you, it's a bit Mickey Mouse. And I think Klopp. Yeah, when I say that, mentality. yeah, when I say that, I don't mean it in any disrespectful way to no, the competition. No, 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 I get it's, it. It's literally just a case of priorities. It's it's sickening yeah. that we did when we won the league, we didn't get to celebrate it. Even yeah, over here, we couldn't go to the pub over here. Yeah, you know, we couldn't go. I couldn't go up to Dublin and see the lads and have a drink. Yeah, you know, so. Yeah. I'm desperate for so that. I, I guess what, what I guess what I'm saying is like Klopp hat for me has that same mentality in terms of this league game is more important than that Carabao Cup game. And well, it's more important think, because it's the next one. He's a big thing about the next game and the next game, and mm. he definitely plans beyond them because I, I genuinely yeah, yeah. think he's going to go really strong tomorrow, really strong on Sunday. He's going to no, rest no. against Norwich in the cup, and then he's going to set himself stall out for the remainder of the season, where he he hopes to have one trophy in the cabinet, true in the FA Cup, and he's right up uh, Man City's arse um, for twelve games to go. That's what I think he's, he's looking for. There's no comparison, mm. Joe. If if you give me a one win out of the next two, it's definitely tomorrow night. Like yeah, and twice on Sundays, saying, yeah. you know, every day of the yeah. week and twice on Sundays, it yeah. just is. But look, when you say you're worried, is it is it a mixture of just the players you have out the farm you're in, and also what Liverpool options have? What options oh, it's Liverpool, Liverpool have? Yeah, it's Liverpool. Um, um, I remember being on this. I was on this show a lot, man, and uh, really enjoyed my time. By the way. Um, <laughs> but you was always spoke, or Liverpool fans spoke about, you know. Um, the uh, failure to invest in the squad, and now I look at that Liverpool squad, and like you said earlier, you're stacked. Um, you have depth, and you have strength in depth. You know what I mean? So that's a that's a huge feather in, in the cap. Like I was saying, it's like, oh, Jotter and Firmino aren't playing. 
But then it's like, yeah, the players that are coming in are just as good, you know? Yeah, he'll do better. Salamane Diaz. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. This is what we're dealing with. And then even like <clears> young Harvey <throat> Elliott, maybe he'll play in the free with the lineup you sent me, you know, and uh, Thiago, whoever. Canate, exactly, to Simicas. Even these that are on the periphery are still like top, top players. Um, so there's that. There's the fact that you have scored the most Premier League goals at home, have the, the best home defensive record. We have the worst um, away uh, shipped goals conceded uh, record. Um, we're not in great form. I think that we will try meet fire with fire and you'll just burn us in transition and we'll concede. And I think, if I'm being totally honest, we'll do well to concede no more than four. Do you know what I mean? I think that's a good... <laughs> I think if we can get away with 3-0, I'm like, ah, it's okay. We gave him a game. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Kev, at all points towards Liverpool being really strong in a great run of form, unbeaten at home in this this, this league season. Um, you know, and if you take out last season where it was just like 21 different centre-back combinations, midfielders, literally our midfield were playing at the back and we you, lost... You what you and me were next for centre backs, I think. Yeah, and um, and you know we lose six on the bounce or something at home, and yeah. because it was absolutely horrendous. But if you take that section out, when Liverpool have anyway have a squad that they can put together, like Virgil Van Dijk's last defeat at Anfield was when he played for Southampton. Like that's how good Liverpool are at home, and yeah. um, that's how dominant they are at home. And the I think the only thing that stops us winning this handily tomorrow is complacency, and I. I, I I I really hope Joe is right. That Klopp has this mindset that listen, this is so fucking important. Because as much as Klopp jokes two weeks ago that I don't think we can catch Man City, and Pep responds with I don't believe him. He's definitely looking at this Kev tomorrow night and he's saying if we win this and it's three points, you know, if you offer Klopp the chance to go to the end, he had three points behind and have to win. He's snapping your hand off because he loves it. It'd be mayhem, and Klopp is absolutely made for it. Well, it's in our hands. And yep. that's the thing. It, it was taken. We it was out of our hands for a good while, and even with the points total as it stands now, it's in our hands. The only thing, if everything, if we do our job, win the games that we have to win, and City do what they do, we're level on points. It's mm. goal difference. And look, I don't. But I don't. Whether Klopp believed it or not, I reckon some of the players would have thought, "Look, it's gone." But now it's back, and they we haven't. I think we've lost two games in all competitions since we went out of the Champions League to Madrid mm-hmm. last season. That's unheard. That's crazy football. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, and we have. They have to keep it going, and I think they will. I honestly think the players, the players look at the table. They they have watched that game the other night <coughs> and or the Spurs game and been. Rubbing their hands out, we're back in it. We've get you know, we're in with a shout here, and that's all you can. That's all you can hope for when you're behind. Is that if your opponent slips, you make you make them pay for it, and it's up to us to make them pay. So I don't think there'll be any sign of complacency tomorrow night. Okay. I mean, I don't think he'll go with that front three. By the way, 
well, we'll, we'll, we'll pick, we'll pick yeah, the team we'll in a minute. Um, yeah. Before we get to the teams, we're going to do our, our little bit on Betmate to try pick a team oh, um, to try get everything sorted <laughs> for tomorrow. We're terrible at this game, by, by the way, Joe. Um, I don't know if you know it, but Betmate, um, the link is in the description. If you go into the description, you click on it, you sign up for Betmate. Every time you sign up, or when you sign up as a new customer, you get a free pot to play in to just get you gather your bearings and you see how it works and stuff like that. What we're doing is we've put money into our account. We're trying to play every every Liverpool game, and if we win any money, it's going to our charity partner, which is zero at the moment. Like we're literally going to have to start fucking putting money in our, ourselves. But what what happens in this game is it's Liverpool. We'll deal with this, and then we go on to picking our teams and stuff. So it's Liverpool versus Leeds. Um, it's a minimum payout of £250 in the pot I know that much and I'm saying that because I've lost the graphic so I'm struggling I'll find it now in a second um, but basically um, of, you have to pick 11 players a goalkeeper two defenders two midfielders and two forwards which makes seven and four on the bench six must be Liverpool no sorry maximum of six from either team yeah okay. and so you'll have six from Liverpool and five from Leeds or the opposite way around Okay, points are scored for, you know, the usual defending interceptions, goals, tackles, whatever it might be. Um, but you can check it all out on BetMe. And as I said, the link is in the description. If you sign up, you get a free pot to see exactly how it goes. And there is money to be won in that free pot. So you could come out with, with a profit. Anyway, um, so what we're going to do is Chris is going to keep an eye on this. Um, Joe, yeah, this I presume- you have to be in England to play it. So if you're yeah, it, it is. It is UK based. It is UK based. Um, everyone nearly watching now knows that it's UK based. So, yeah. and that's why Chris is looking after for us. Okay. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to. Well, I think we're going to pick six Leeds players or six Liverpool players. So two for me, two for Chris, two for Kev. I'm going to let Joe pick the five Leeds players. Now four of them might end up on the bench, but I don't know. We'll have to decide it all between us. <laughs> all right. So. So you um, want to pick five Leeds players, yeah? yeah There's no budgets either. So. so you pick, what we'll do is, because, now, Joe, remember, we're trying to win money here, so you have to think interceptions, passes, tackles, goals, assists, goal clean sheets, wherever it might be. So I'm going to let Joe pick us five Leeds players, right? So we're going to put most of the pressure on Joe here and blame him tomorrow. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to basically let Joe pick us five Leeds players, okay? So that could be yeah. goalkeeper. Defender, midfielder, striker, and then whatever, one, one more of whatever you want. And then we're going to pick our six Liverpool players around it. So, Joe, you walk away. Chris is, knows what he's doing. So, <laughs> off you go. Um, well, we got to have Rafinha. Okay. you got to have is Big he... Raf. Mm-hmm. Um, have to stick Forshaw in there. Played like David Batty in that second half on the on Sunday, so hopefully he'll uh, do something similar at the uh, tomorrow night. Rubbish in the first half, mind against Pogba. So I have to say that. Um, who else am I going with? Uh, let's go for Luke Ailey, bombing down that right hand side. Mm-hmm. Ailey catch Robbo out. Um, I think he'll go James from the left, so we're going to go damn James because he's going to be getting behind Trent time after time. This is all lies, by the way. Rafinha, Fosho, Aileen. There's a song in that, time after time. Yeah. <laughs> Rafinha, Fosho, Aileen, James. Uh, one more. Um, yeah, I'm assuming she's goalkeeper. No, no, no. Yeah, it has to be a goalkeeper. It has, has to be a goalkeeper. Oh, there you go then, yeah. There you go. Melier. I wasn't going to pick hey. him against you a lot, but there you go. No, you have hey, to because you, you have to have one on the bench as well. So tell us, okay. Joe, of your five, I'd pick three of them off the top of my head. I had Rodrigo instead of James, and I had Dallas instead of uh, Forshaw. That were the only two yeah. swaps I had. 
But I thought a gas would be close. Chris. Dallas is going to be up against Salah, though, I think. So I'm staying away from that, I think. Um, so, Chris, he has picked the goalkeeper. How many midfielders? Yep. Uh, Forshaw and Rafinha are both classes midfielders in the game, and James okay. is classes the forward. So we've got one defender, two midfielders, one forward, and a goalkeeper. Okay, so we have to pick a goalkeeper for putting Allison in. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> He's picked one defender. Yeah. So we have to pick two. Okay, are we definitely going with Trent this time? Yes. Yeah. Okay, and are we definitely going with Robbo this time? No. no. I went Van Dyke. I went Van Dyke. Well, Joe, what are Leeds like defending corners? Rubbish. Okay, let's <laughs> go Van for Dijk. Van Dyke. Okay, Van Dyke. <laughs> yeah, definitely go for <laughs> Maguire scored, didn't he, at the weekend? So, yeah. Okay, so their first ever goal from a corner that's it. This exactly, season. this is what we're talking about. <laughs> um, so, how many midfielders did they pick two? So, we used to pick one? Yeah, we I pick think one for Fabinho. Fabinho, yeah, Kev just loves Fabinho in this game. Oh, he's a, whenever we, every time we get beat, especially as a Liverpool game, Fabinho's always in those teams. There's always like top point scorer. Okay, Dickens. so we're going Fabinho. And then, what, how many forwards are we allowed? Two. Oh. So, so that's many. Yeah, mm. I, was, I, I was talking about Salah and Diaz. I don't know if Diaz is the one I don't know if he's going to start or not. Yeah, but Joe reminded me of something earlier where Mane gets loads of chances against Leeds. And if he's playing centrally, I fancy him to take a few. See, I think I think Sadio starts wide and I think Origi plays up front. I don't think he puts Diaz in with that turn around the game. Yeah. So she's going to start Diaz at the weekend if uh, Jota's yeah. not fit. I think he so like, he's bringing him in slowly, you know, give him a game a week and give him time to adjust. Leeds is a different type of game to what to anything he'd play against anyone. You know, the pressures that the, the way Leeds play, the way they attack and the way they defend is different to anything Diaz would have faced. So mm. I I would have thought that if you he comes Origi off the bench, maybe I think Origi yeah. gets a start tomorrow night. What's the what's the chance of Origi getting a start and playing left? He's done a lot. Yeah, but I think they might rotate it, but I think Sadio would stay. stay the wide. last time I seen Origi playing right through the middle from the start for Liverpool, the last time I can remember was Newcastle at home in the year we won the league, and it was fucking appalling. Um, it only lasted about 45 minutes, but it was absolutely appalling. Um, <laughs> and he even tried to throw him out left to try get him into gear, and it just didn't work. He um, got injured. <laughs> it's definitely well, Salah. It's Salah and one other, isn't it? I think you have to go with Mane. All right, we'll put Mane in. Then it's, we have to pick start in seven and then a captain and a vice captain. So right. if you're assuming over Liverpool one start, it's which Leeds midfielder do you want then? Which is Who's, Forshaw or Rafinha? Oh, Rafinha, 100%. Park. Uh, see, I had Forshaw because I thought of all the defensive and interceptions works, he's going to be, a, he'd like to think touch wood. He's going to be a busy boy. Yeah, but I meant. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I let you decide. Do you want Farshaw? Farshaw's going to be playing in the in the uh, in the Calvin role as well, so he will be busy. Well, he'll be sitting. He will be, be. Let the chat decide on that on that last one. Okay, so the chat has to yeah. decide whether we're going with Farshaw or Rafinha midfield for Leeds stick, or yeah, for this for this team. Um, I, we're I happy. think Farshaw he'll get lots of tackles and, and interceptions. Cause okay, you'd like so, to think he'll be busy. So captain and vice captain. Captain, of course, gets two times. They're, they're, they get double points, and the vice captain gets. 
uh, time and a half, don't they? Uh, 1.5 yeah. times their points. So I'm going to let Kev choose the captain. I'm going to let Chris choose the vice captain. Um, I'll captain Salah. Oh, ooh. Captain okay. Ooh. Chris. Okay. That surprised me. Um, oh, for being your trend. I'll go Trent, vice captain. Trent, vice captain. Okay. We have got uh, one. We have one in. Let me just double check this so I'm not telling you lies. Uh, now, right. So, Stephen Bourne wants Rafinha. Laura Duffy wants Farshaw. Emma Cavanaugh wants Farshaw. Owen Comey wants Farshaw. Antigo wants Rafinha. That's 3 2. Rafinha makes a 3 3 through Yus. First of five wins. Farshaw in and captains his own Conway. Um, that's 4 3 to Farshaw. We need one more. Farshaw. Megan McKinnon. The answer's for Farshaw. They yeah, it's five, shows in. five Six. votes to three. Okay. That's uh, safe. Those, that team's locked in. Okay, good stuff. And as I said, it's available in the UK. Um, if you look in the description, you can get in there. You can get the app on your um, Apple devices, your Android devices. There's a free pot when you go in to start off. And as I said, if you are going to use it beyond that, um, I think the pots are one, two, three, and five pound. I think um, they vary on the amount to pay out, but you're literally playing against other people, and a huge, huge percentage of the pot and the money that goes in comes back out. It's only a small percentage that bet may take, and you're not playing against bet me. You're playing against other people, other humans. Um, but also remember to please gamble responsibly. If you are going to use it, do it absolutely responsibly. So let's do lineups. Joe Leeds. Yeah. Will Lee Chapman get a start tomorrow, or will they just <laughs> go with um, who they've been going with over the last little while? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Lee Chapman's just not getting a run out for sure. Rodney uh, That's what Joe says four shows not starting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I've just done it. He set us all up here. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Melly will starting goal, uh, Aileen at right back. Centre back will be Lorente and Strauch. Uh, left back will be Stuart Dallas, I think. Um, then, as I say, for sure, uh, in the Calvin role. Um, uh, it'll be Rodrigo and Click uh, in midfield. Um, Rodrigo just behind the centre forward, which I think we also go with Dan James. Um, he'll play Harrison from the left and Rafinha from the right. Um, I just think he'll go with Dan James just for the simple fact. And, and I know obviously his finishing leaves a lot to be desired, and there's a lot of Leeds fans that don't like to see him in the centre forward position, especially when you're up against someone like Van Dijk. But he's just full of running and full of energy. Uh, and we need that up against, you know, Liverpool. Uh, we need someone to be able to press them. And if Rodrigo plays there, we're not going to get that. Uh, my personal preference, though, I would like to see Gelhart start. Uh, and I would love him as a player. Yeah, I, I would. I, I would I've, only, I've only kept an eye on him because we done a show remember? a while back. Do you remember? And you yeah, pick yeah, out yeah, three yeah. young Leeds players. Yeah. Um, it was Gelhart, it was Creswell, wasn't it? Creswell, and who's the son of Farmer? Is he the son of, of a Farmer player? Yeah, yeah, Rich Creswell, yeah, yeah, yeah. Played for Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah and there was Leeds, one other yeah. player. And that's why the reason I keep an eye out for Gellhart. Yeah. But I, he came on against Manchester United and did so much in, that, in that second half. Um, yeah, he was yeah. busy in that game. Yeah. So for me, I'd like to see him start and then I would drop Harrison and play James from the left and then we can have James and Rafinha trying to get in behind Trent and, uh, and mm-hmm. Robertson and then obviously Joffy will, will he'll just fight for every ball. I believe he's a red as well. So there's yeah. that, you know, he's a scouse lad, so there's that as well. Um, 
So I'd start him. Whether Bielsa will, totally different story. I think he goes with James and has Harrison and Rafinha either side. I mean, he dropped. To be fair, he dropped Rafinha at the weekend for the Man United game. So you just never know. Yeah. You just never know. Um. But yeah, I'd, I'd start Gelhart, but um, I don't okay. think he will just yet. Okay. Um. Kev. Are you worried? Are you worried now? I've read that lineup out. Yeah. Do you know what? <laughs> I, do you know what? And I'm not. I'm not trying to be funny, but. Liverpool will give you chances to uh-huh. try impact on the game with the high line that they play. You just have to be very, very good at breaking it. Like yeah. we've seen, you Joe, can time your runs. Yeah, you have to time them. But but the thing is, if you time them right, they'll probably go with you. And Van Dijk just turns on the afterburners and and takes you out. But we've had two games, Joe, where we've beaten Burnley away and um, we've beaten who did we beat the weekend Norwich at home. And like literally, the highlights of the games are off sides. Again, that Liverpool have got. Again, you know, like Norwich score and it's offside. Burnley have a chance it's offside. And they're literally showing these as highlights. Going, look, oh, they had a great chance. And you're like, no, no, it was offside. Their high line and how they hold it is ridiculous. Um, The only thing is, if Liverpool are intense and go in and go, we're playing the high line, but we're absolutely going to press the life out of you as well. We're not going to give you a second. That's where you struggle to get out. And I know James is fast and and he's full of running and he's a decent player. But... They, they'll swallow him up. They'll just swallow him up with the physicality, you know, that sort of way. It'd be this interesting. Why we need Josh, he's got that Rooney about him, you know, yeah. he's very yeah. small, stocky. You yeah, know? yeah. It'd be interesting to see what way he goes or if he goes a bit more defensive than even what you're saying and looks to yeah. just shut up shop. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, so. Kev, give us your 11. Going for Ali, Trent, Canate, Van Dyke, Robbo, okay. Fabinho, Thiago, Elliot. Salah, okay. Origi, Amane. Okay, no problem. Um, Chris, have you anything different to that? No, I guess we read my notes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, so I just think uh, that uh, I just think it picks itself. The only argument you could make is for Ox or Naby over Elliot. But well, they Elliot's they had they a good both. enough rest now, so. Yeah, and plus. It's not redemption, but Klopp likes to do a bit of a story of like, you know, that's the game he got injured in. Manny, that's the game he missed a hat full of chances. He does like to do those sort of things. Um, also for Elliot, it's probably a bit of a, a mental demon to get over, get past get past the game where you got hurt. You know, so I can see why you play Elliot. Plus, he, he he wasn't he was okay at Inter Milan, but he wasn't great. So you want to you want to get a, another game out your system where you can play hopefully play better. So he needs that. I think he needs the game time anyway. So, and to be honest, Cater and Chamberlain, more Chamberlain than Cater, didn't do enough to sort of go, oh yeah, give him another go. So, just to confirm, Alisson, Trent, Canate, yeah. Van Dijk. Is that what you mm-hmm. said? Yeah. yeah. Robertson, Fabinho, Thiago, Elliot, Mane, Salah, Diaz. Is that what you have? Origi. Origi, Origi no, sorry. Origi, no Diaz, yeah. Okay, um... I'm all right with Allison. I'm all right with that back four. I'm absolutely okay with that midfield. I think the, I think up front. It was interesting on Saturday because Mane plays through the middle, and he gets the odd half chance, and he's not he's not overly bad. But you can see him drifting out out wide second half, and Liverpool click a lot more, you know. And you see um, there was Diaz come in a little bit more centrally at times and drift. And between them all, they were kind of rotating around. Origi was included in that. Salah was well, Salah was dominantly off the right, but. But for, but for Diaz's goal, 
So if Dallas, Diaz is goal, though, he, he got it from the right. Started, he, That's what I'm saying. Started he's, 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 started centrally, right he's centrally-ish. Yeah, he's, he's central-ish yeah. and makes that run. But that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of there's a lot of movement in, in, in sorry, three of that front four that it ended up being for mm, me. Yeah, but we were in a 4-2-4 at that stage. Yeah, no, that's so what I'm saying. So when you go back, when we go, back when we go back into a 4-3-3, I, I think Origi's a really interesting show. I really do. Um, and you know what? I'll go with just... I'll go with just with Origi and maybe look Diaz to come off come off the bench. Um, Lazo says, VVD has settled my fears about his recovery. He's 100% back to his best, strolling around the pitch, uh, just just winning battles with looks. Um, or with a look. Uh, somebody asked me there earlier, where did, I get, where did I get the background behind me with the current Liverpool players wearing um, retro kits? Um, if you look up a guy on Twitter called Entire Design, Jimmy is, is his real name. He does all those designs. He, gave, he very... Uh, kindly gave them to me and I had them put onto two canvases so that's what you're looking at is two canvases behind me but um, he does all that current players in retro stuff it's really good so at entire design Jimmy is his name tell him I send you and um, he won't give you a discount or anything. just tell him I said hello uh, is it just Liverpool? no he does loads of stuff Really? Yeah, he's he loads. Will you send me that over after? Yeah, me? yeah, I'll send you over. Yeah. yeah, he does loads of stuff. Um, but he's really good and he's a really nice fella. Uh, yeah, I go with that team. I think, I think that might be one way you go. Kind of keep your powder dry on one of them because of the Jota and Firmino situation, mm. maybe. And just because you might want someone central to start proper central in, in a league. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm okay with that. Uh, Mad show says Red Steve. Uh, Minamino, Sadio Mo. I've no idea if Taki is fit. Uh, should have done my yeah. research. Good man, Red Stiff. Um, but it's not a, It's not the wildest show. Um, no, to no. bring either Rigi or Minamino in and do something along them lines. It does, um, no, it's not the maddest show at all. Tom Bowling says, 1-0 for us will do tomorrow. All I care about is three points for Liverpool. Um, yeah, like that's, that's, that's basically it. Some predictions, because I have a couple of really pressing questions I have to ask after this. So, some predictions. And you know the rules. If you predict your team to score, you must give me the scorers. Chris. 2-0. Uh, Salah double. Okay. Joe. 3-0 Liverpool. Um, Salah. Manny Elliott. Okay. Okay. Kev? Uh, 3-1. Um, Virgil and Sadio for a brace. Okay. I'm going to go 4-1. I think Leeds are going to struggle. Um, if Liverpool if Liverpool apply themselves as I think they are going to. And you have to remember this is going to be a pack to the rafters Anfield baying for blood uh, because uh-huh. they can go within three points of City and trust me every and Liverpool, not on as well. every Liverpool fan out there just wants to get within shooting distance of the City side because A they want to win a title and B they want to see Pep's head explode right um, because it's great when it happens right he just loses the plot altogether I think would it be an 8 o'clock kickoff? well obviously they're not going to do it at 2 o'clock on a fucking Wednesday but it would it be an 8 o'clock um, people come out of work, have a few drinks, get right into it and get into that ground and know that they're going to make a massive difference because Leeds are going to travel in their numbers as they always do and they're going to make plenty of noise and get behind their side and it's up to Anfield to, you know, shout that down and get on top get on top of air players and get behind them and I just think Leeds will struggle and I think they will score because I think there is a bit yeah. of mayhem still left in Leeds where they can they can get at you and, and do damage but I think, I think Liverpool, 4-1 I think Liverpool, I think Salah 
Elliot, Mane, Robertson. They're the four I'm going for. Um, so I did say I had some pressing questions. Who, who gets Leeds? Uh, Leeds. Um, oh, goal. No, oh, I've, goal. no I've, <laughs> I've, I've, <laughs> Sorry. For Sorry. Leeds, for Leeds, <laughs> I think if Gellhart starts, I think he might get one. I really oh, like the nice. look of him. He's just all action. I really like the look of him. So, I like Harrison. I think Harrison has mm. got a deadly shot on him. Yeah, he's, he's very good. Scored, for my, scored good, Ramfield last season, didn't he? Yeah, he's very good, good, good for outside the box. Not the first, yeah. Mm. Good goal. Yeah, he's very good from outside the box, coming from outside to win. He's um, he's dangerous, you know. Mm. And if he gets ahead of steam up, you know, he's uh, he's. Te- I think he's technically going to be an excellent player in time. Mm. Well. Um, Little some news from tonight's games. Uh, Ziyech and Kovacic have gone off injured for Chelsea tonight. Um, I'm not too sure on the Kovacic one, but are the yeah Kovacic? But I don't think Ziyech looked great coming off. So that's a bit no, of news he, ahead of the. He went. He went down. Nobody was anywhere near him. Neither of them. Okay. Kovacic yeah, went Kov- down after a long run. Yeah, he, he um, walked down the tunnel. He seemed to be like holding his calf. I think so. He just seemed to be struggling to go up the stairs. But okay. Could, they, but it's one of those things they could have they caused it early it could just be a tightness so yeah. you know yeah. Okay. but the ZH one is is one that he, he just went down holding his Achilles with no one around him no tackle nothing yeah okay. Uh, so they, they're the kind of injuries you don't like to see yeah for yeah. any yeah. player he, I hate to, I don't like seeing that from any player yeah because that, that, because that's that means be you're probably torn something whereas if you get an impact on the Achilles you're going to go it's hurting him but he's okay yeah. um, but we'll have to we'll have to wait and see come Sunday any prediction Joe for the League Cup final Sunday um, I hope you beat them, mate. Let's go for it. Uh, two, two, one, Liverpool in next. Would it go to extra time in final? Yeah, mm-hmm. extra yeah. time pants. Yeah, two, one, Liverpool, extra time. Good I stuff. And um, the last question for you before we let you go, Red Steve asked at um <laughs> at twenty at eight minutes past ten, which was later than I expected. Um, yeah, this chat has long o'clock. memories, but, but, he, but he waited eight minutes to ask this question, and I held it for a four to forty-nine. He says, um, "If it's not too much butter." And he's really polite, <laughs> fair play to him. And it's not like Red Steve to be like that. Can I ask Joe how he thinks Fat Frank is doing at Everton? Oh, get your popcorn, guys. Get your popcorn. No, do you know what? I can't say it, boys, because he absolutely schooled us, didn't he? Battered us 3-0. But what I will say, Leeds United has now become Frank Lampard's um, FA Cup final, if you like. Um, and he did the same at Chelsea. He got his boys well up for that game, beasted them. They came out, they battered us. You expect it against Chelsea, but not so much against Everton. But they put some running in. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me now if they'd now go on a bit of a losing run. And it proved to be the case against Southampton. Didn't show up, they got beat. Um, I think there is a lot of people disregarding them out of this relegation chatter. I think their home form probably does keep them up, but Frank Lampard... You know my thoughts on Frank Lampard? The guy's a Tory. Um, <laughs> the guy's everything... I don't know. I, to give you an example... Well done, Joe. You lasted about 40 seconds being anyway nice <laughs> there, but you walk away. <laughs> I guess... <laughs> That's all yours. I'm, I'm done. I'll just hit the outro when you're finished. Go on. No. To, to give you a measure of the man, right... When when uh, Gary Neville did his um, what do they call it? He's just done one with Declan Rice. The overlap. overlap. He did the overlap. He went to see Jamie Carragher. Jamie Carragher was in Bootle, walking round, 
Just normal people. Hey, Jamie. You all right, Jamie? Yeah. Um, Frank Lampard took him to his wine restaurant in Chelsea. Um, yeah. And then he gave us the backstory as to why he, he had this wine restaurant. He said, oh, my parents used to come here after they'd watch the thing, so I just bought the place. And I thought, you're horrible. <laughs> you're just horrible, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, he's already right to, right to his man there, but he's horrible to everyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just so bought the gap. Like, I, I, don't know. I watched that. Yeah, I watched that, and I thought, there's just nothing real about you. No. You know? And no. That, that's what I got out of that interview. There is absolutely yeah. nothing real and authentic about Frank Lampard. Yeah. I just thought. But I actually was listening to... Um, Ah, uh, the football weekly, um, football weekly, uh, with Max Rushton and all them guys, yep. and uh, great show. And what so I forget who was talking about Frank Lampard, but they were saying like they were giving quite an uh, like an indictment of him, saying how he he doesn't sort of like endear himself to the club. He's still the Frank Lampard brand, and so he compared it to Conte, and he says like Conte would want to come out and say so much more about what's going on at Spurs, right? Yeah. But he realises that's not going to benefit Spurs. Yes, it would benefit Conte, but it won't benefit Spurs. We'd all have a lovely time, job if he did. Eh? We'd all have a lovely time if Conte oh, exactly. wanted to. But the, the thing is with Frank, he will come out because he doesn't want to it to impact his legacy. Do you know what I mean? And and just even when he went in there, I think one of the reasons he went in, oh, well, if you get me uh, Deli Alley and you get me Van der Beek, then I'll consider it kind of thing. Um. Yeah. Look, I hope they go down. I think he's he's gash. Um. I just don't like him. You know that. But I was fuming when he beat us three 0 Oh my god! I was like, he's ah, but, he's, but in his two losses, he's buried players, hasn't he? Yeah, you know, he, th this he is lost two I'm players to injuries at Newcastle. Yeah. And he goes, we had to put some lad on who's not players, and they were he kind of he had to stop himself saying he's crappy. But he said, well, he's just a youngster, but. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's a challenge for well, him. He done, not Leeds, he done it at Chelsea as well. When towards the back end of his, his tenure at Chelsea, he starts basically blaming everybody else but Frank Lampard. Yeah. Um yeah. he's he's actually he, he's actually the second coming of Brendan Rodgers to be paid. Kavanagh just nailed it there. He is in the mould of Rogers. I've just said that. Yeah. Emma Kavanagh said it before you. I don't know, did he? I yeah, I want to yeah. give him that one. <laughs> um, but it is, it's true. It's it's Brendan is exactly the same. Brand Brendan is all important. Frank Lampard is the same. And unfortunately, it's learned behavior because yeah. he did, you know, Frank Lampard, see, or, you know, hung around with Harry Redknapp, hung on to his coattails at every club he went to. And well, they all learned the same, they all learned the same trade off the same guy. But not but even before that, though, you know, we all know what that Chelsea dressing room was like. That Chelsea dressing room oh, hired yeah. five the managers. Yeah. They would they had a brand that's here. We knew it was John Terry. We knew it was Frank Lampard. We know the big names, yeah. and now he's in the world where players are going to do that to him. And I, I think he's going to have a, an eye opening experience. Yeah. I think at yeah. some point well, he is going to get buried by his own players. Yeah, look at him. Be good fun to see, like uh, Joe. If everything go down with Frank Lampard as manager, how many days would you like to go on the piss with me? <laughs> Do you know what? I know. I know I go, I'm willing to travel, Joe. 
<laughs> no, don't. I'll come see you, man. I'll come okay. see you. No problem. Like I'll, I'll come as well. Mm. Oh yeah, we could. Yeah. I could do some golf a couple of days, and then meet up, and then we just laugh our heads off for four yeah. to five days. And um, it would be class. I know I'll, for you I'll, guys. I'll even buy, see, I'll I'll even buy a new tracksuit. Yeah, but I mean, I don't mind Everton, but um, yeah, it's just Frank, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But do you know what? Like, at least if he fails here, then we won't have to deal with him getting linked to like Ooh, Jones and that anymore. You I know don't know I mean? because got, I, I, think, I think he's in a bit of a win-win at Everton. I think yeah. because he has so, succeeded, um, Rafa Benitez, Benitez. Any problems that come along with Frank Lampard is going to be traced back to Rafa Benitez by a, a yeah. huge amount of Everton fans. So in my it's, opinion. It's all, it's already um, out there now with, with Blues. Um, this is the mess Rafa's letters in. It's really hard yeah. for Frank to, and I think, to repair I think, this. It's I think even if, even if I'm not sure if Everton will get dragged right in, I think they're in, but I don't know if they're in. in. Um, but even if they do, I think you'll hear a lot of reference to Rafa Benitez, Bill Kenroy and others on the Everton board without going as far as um, Fahed Mishiri because he's the fella spending all the money and they they're not that stupid to fucking go there, but um, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. It could uh, ripple them if they got relegated. With the amount oh, of money yeah. that Everton has spent, yeah, in recent years, it could absolutely and a huge pressure to get That's sorted cool. before the new ground comes and stuff. There's all sorts happening. But anyway, um, that has been the midweek fix. Um, Chris, thanks a million for joining me. Kev, thanks a million for joining me. It's Joe, awesome. it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, can I interest you in our man on football show? Um, which is about just general football and we just have a laugh for 40 to 60 minutes. Can I interest you in that at some stage? Wait, when's that? I don't know yet. I'll let you know. Yeah, well, Mondays, I have a couple of sh- Mondays, Mondays, what time? 10. Should be all right, mate, yeah. Thursdays, 9, 10. 10, 9, 10s. 9, 10, because my, my, I normally go out at 8, so yeah. if this, uh, if it's after nah, after that hour, then we should be good to go. Okay, I'll get three. you on. Yeah. Um, I do know Keith wants to talk about African Nations football kits that he thought was outstanding in the last AFCON, so that's the sort of stuff you're going up against. Um, but it's, it's... I do have the... Um, the Camer- was it Cameroon? The cut off arms? The sleeveless one. Yeah. yeah oh, the sleeveless one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was that 2002? Hey? Was that the 2002 World Cup? Yeah, it was a bean yeah, around yeah, that. Like, it's been, yeah. a mad story. Yeah. Um, my, my, they had to wear, wear, wear Under Armour. They had to wear Under Armour shirts, didn't they? Because FIFA said end, you, have yeah. have sleeve, you have to have sleeves in your shirt. So yeah. they all wore base layer short yeah. sleeve shirts yeah. and they put sleeveless shirts over the top. Remember rig about song? They looked absolutely huge in them as well. I remember that Cameroon yeah. side was... Yeah, but that was, the, that was the dawn of that, that tight jersey. Do you remember when the Italians mm. used to wear them all the time then with Puma and Nike? And stuff like that, yeah. but um, yeah, we'll get Joe onto the man on football show where we don't have Great, to talk yeah. about leads and we can talk about anything um, that goes on in the world of football. Um, but I'll, I'll be in contact, Joe. Um, nice we'll plan our weekend away as well. Uh, that has been the <laughs> midweek fix again. Thanks to Chris, Kev, and Joe. Thanks to everybody, everybody in the uh, chat. There's been loads of you um, putting in loads of really good comments, and we will talk to you tomorrow 167 likes get that to 200 or the reclaimer starts i don't know knocking on your door he does something along the lines talk to you in a bit over now sports social podcast network